stop, stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theatre. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Stop it now, I mean it. Hello and welcome. We are breaking up with our BS. This is episode number 93 and I am Tani Santabria. And I am JDK Winnikin. We are here to debunk the junk once again. All those stories we tell ourselves in the midst of our emotional states that pretty much just make things worse and rob us of the things we want to have, which are ease in life, resilience, perspective, so many things. So we're here for the next half hour to do that. So... Um, <laughs> I'm I'm laughing really hard, Tony, um, and I'm, I'll I'll say why in just a minute because I'm sure you know where I'm going. But nevertheless, uh, thank you to all of you. First of all, to you, the listener, thank you for being here with us. Uh, and remember, if you miss any of this episode or any of our other episodes, you can get this as a podcast wherever you get your podcast. You can also see video versions of each episode at our uh, YouTube channel, which is at Breaking Up with Our BS. We have a Facebook group of the same name that you can also join. Tawny has a great six-week self-mastery course at unperfectyourself.com where you can take all the things that we're talking about here and apply them to the context of your own life. Every second Saturday of the month, Tawny and I do a free Zoom workshop that introduces you to some of the practices of getting centered in the body and you get to experience that for yourself. And it's also a time for Q&A for you if you've had questions that you've always wanted to ask and have just never had the opportunity to do so. And more is on the way in the coming weeks and months. We're excited about that. So I wanted to get all that out of the way. Got to welcome the listener first before I, yeah. Anything else you want to add to that, Gary, Tony? Yes. No, no, you got it all. You got that sh that sh part of our stick down very well. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, and I was laughing so hard at the front end because I heard, this is the first time I've heard our theme music since I got to see your grandson in person dance to that music, and it was one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. And if you're watching the video feed, you saw me at the front end when we came on camera doing his shoulder thing. His dance is all shoulders and hips and spinning. It was fabulous. <laughs> he really gets into it. Really gets in, loves it. Like I've, I think I said that before. Like he just can't get enough of our of our song. No, I don't know if he cares at all what we're talking about afterwards. But we definitely play the play the song over and over, over again. and over again. Yeah, I got to see that like four or five times in a row, and uh, I just needed to. So I'm so glad I got to see that. That was a highlight. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. So Tawny, this week um, I have something to just go ahead and put forward because I'll be interested to see what uh, what you think of this. I have had um, a handful of days now where I, if I was going to describe it to anybody in, in a, with words and terms that I think people can relate to, it would be putting out fires. I feel like I've been putting out fires in all these different places, uh, just seemingly willy-nilly. Another, another one is whack-a-mole, like that old game of mole pops up, you whack it down, another one pops up somewhere else. Had a lot of that. And it, boy, it has my it's had my energy up. And moving, and um, there's been, I, I don't know if it's more tension or just more frenetic levels of like activity and movement and attention. And um, I feel like my energy has been at a kind of a high, high level of electricity last handful of days. And so 
I thought I would just put that out there and see where we could go with that today. Because, boy, I've noticed a lot of BS stories can come out of that when I feel like I'm putting out fires. And maybe putting out fires is itself a BS story. I don't know. But I just thought I'd throw that out there. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like putting out fires, like what, what do you, what does that mean? Uh, a number of problems or challenges or issues that need to be addressed in various parts of life, like at work or in my own, um, in my own, my own outside life work with family, with friends, with some of the side projects that I'm working on, you know, oftentimes they're unexpected things that come up that, the way they the way they feel is they're interrupting the flow of what I was expecting out of the day. Well, there's a word right there. Okay, there's a hint. <laughs> We're getting somewhere. There's here. a hint. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> interrupting the flow of what I had expected. <laughs> <laughs> How dare! Things happen outside of what I expect to happen. Right? Oh. Uh. You're talking You're talking about life. You're talking about life, doing life. Is right. that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> apparently, and apparently I don't like it when it's throwing unexpected things at me and small little things. And that's the thing. None of these are, none of these are really major, major things. It's just, it's, it's felt like I've had so many of them that, my, I feel like my attention and my, my energy goes in so many different directions that it's, it's like, you know, another metaphor, death by a thousand cuts. You know, it's nothing, every single one by itself isn't that big of a deal, but cumul- accumulatively it feels bigger. Or at least it has been, has felt that way. Yeah, yeah. How do you know when the time is right to address all the problems that are flying at you? <laughs> Um, you know, I don't even think I pause long enough to ask myself that question. You know, I just, I know what ends up happening is I, and I find myself in the middle of this reactive mode, you know, where I'm just reacting to going and hoping that this is the last one, <laughs> like this, here's, I'm gonna put this one out or I only have one, I only have three left. Now, if I take care of this one, I only have three left. I only have two left. I only have one. Um, it is reactive. And so I don't, I don't spend a lot of time, I think, pausing to go, when's the right time to do them or sort them out? It's, there is a, there's something inside me that seems to push towards it must be addressed now. Like it's it, an emergency. Yeah, because like, it's a like fire, it's right? fire. Right, because mm-hmm. it's a fire. And now I'm noticing the language of calling it a fire might be an issue too. <laughs> Yes, we're going to tear this whole thing apart, right? Because certainly, if we're telling ourselves we're putting out fires, there's something emergent about that. There's something super important about that. There's something sort of like, if we don't do it, like more damage is going to occur. If we don't handle this thing right now, it is going to follow up with a whole lot of damage that can't be dealt with. Mm -hmm. So that would feel like a lot of pressure. That would feel like a lot of energy mm-hmm. if, if that's really what was happening. Yeah. I mean, I think the story is right there. That's the first mm-hmm. story I notice is, is referring to it as a fire. 
<laughs> gives it more energy from the very beginning because a fire is not a good thing, you know? Um, not typically. <laughs> not typically. Not, not, not in that context. You know, and I suppose we could pick other natural forms of disaster, right? It's a flood. <laughs> it's a mini flood. <laughs> it's a mini earthquake. <laughs> I'm having, it's a tornado. <laughs> I'm riding tornado. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm laughing because it is the, the automatic framework that we can put it in can seemingly can then determine from the very beginning potentially the amount of energy or stress we're going to give something. That's what I'm getting right now. Mm-hmm. What do you think it was about, and maybe you can, something comes to you or maybe something doesn't, it doesn't really matter, but what do you think um, it w- would have been different had you had the like presence or awareness or thought to pause on some of these things? <laughs> Well, uh, I, I think if I had been able to, I'd probably be doing a little bit of what I'm doing now, laughing a bit and relaxing, you know, relaxing and, and being able to give it some distance. I think the, the pause piece, what it allows for is it can, I can give, get a little bit of distance between what's happening with me and what's happening with that, right? And giving mm-hmm. it, you know, so I think that pause or a little bit of more lightness with it would help me better see it for what it is. And that is simply just an unexpected thing has come up that does need to be addressed because it's something. So how do I best do that in light of everything else that's happening? Uh, I think with a little more pause and a little more time, finding a way to prioritize something, you know, and say, I'm going to hit these things first, communicate with, in, in most cases, there have been other people involved with it, you know, with who can help out with it or who are part of it. Probably more communication with those people probably would have come out of that rather than taking it upon myself to simply have an answer right away or have a, have an effective response right away. Even be able to just go, whoa, okay, this is a lot. Let me pause for a minute and figure out the best approach. And then hopefully what would be most paramount that I would love to have come behind that is this is not a fire. This is just how things are at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it may not have to be dealt with immediately. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sort of like that. I, I think about our last episode, slowing down, learning fast. Oh, yes. Sort of that slow, slowing down even since it's, since it's not a fire. Since we can all agree it's not a fire. It's not a fire. If it is an actual fire, I would not suggest slowing down. No. Right? Like. <laughs> yes. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, and, and that's something. Like, if, it, if it's a real emergency, you respond. You, you, you know, but we do that almost automatically, right? I mean, that's, that's that type of thing. But what I'm, what I'm reflecting on as we talk about this is, is if it's not a fire and we're not assigning it as a fire, it is this emergency. Um, it is easier. I, I give myself a better chance to actually slow down if I'm not calling it a fire, which has everything to do with my expectation. So my expectation somehow on this has been those things shouldn't be happening within the context of what is a normally framed day of experience for me. When rather... <laughs> it should probably be part of the framing of my everyday experience because there's lots of things. That are gonna happen. You're, you're laughing so hard right now. I can't even. 
We both are. The framework of the normal day that I expected should happen. Because <laughs> right. I live on an island in a bubble all by myself. So and I'm I doing 10,000 things. things. That's right. And I'm doing so many things. How, why is the universe doing this to me when I'm doing so much already? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. Okay. So, right. So some of this is answering itself, clearly. Mm-hmm. You know, but but this this is something that comes up quite a bit. Um, I know mm-hmm. that that terminology of putting out fires, putting out fires, I, I hear it a lot. Do you? Mm-hmm. Of course. Like, I, I knew exactly what you were talking about, but I love to be able to ask, like, what do you mean by that? Right. And so then we can sort of and it answers itself. Right. Um, but, but yes, certainly, I think that there's a lot of reasons why we can get caught up in all of those sorts of things. Uh, oftentimes we, we care that things go smoothly. Sometimes we feel like we're the only one that can handle it. We, or we have to have the answer because we're obligated somehow, or, you know, there's lots of different reasons why we can get sort of caught in the whirlwind of all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, and then we can find ourselves even like further behind. And so then we continue to feel caught in the whirlwind um, uh, of things. And, and we do have a little bit more, you know, power in terms of being able to slow things down in, in most cases. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the other, the other thing too, I'd like to add, I, I think sometimes there can be a collective energy of lots of things. I mean, like a lot of people might be experiencing a little bit of what you're describing the last couple days because sometimes you know just energetically speaking there can be a lot of like curveballs being thrown in different mm-hmm. ways um you might not be the only one that has experience that experienced this but and if it's not an actual fire because we can tell the difference then we do get to slow down and actually then entertain you know different thoughts or different decision-making abilities when we do this, as opposed to feeling like we've got to respond and react immediately right away. And, and, you know, we're feeling pulled in all these kinds of different directions. Mm -hmm. Our decision, our decision-making capabilities will be impacted in that also, because we're, you know, in experiencing some, some level of stress. Right. Right. You know, and I'm, I'm, as I'm sitting here listening to you and, you know, paying attention to what's coming up. It's, there's a, at least in this round of things, and I wonder if this is common too, is an assumption that if something is unexpected and rocky, that means something's wrong. Smooth equals things are going the way they should. Rocky and unexpected means things are going as they should not. There's, (laughs) (laughs) I know, I'm just, it's, it's not even a, not even a conscious thing. You know, it's, it's not, but I think that's, there's an underlying current of that that sometimes comes into that. And I'm thinking through some of the, some of the challenges in like work environments, for example, where, you know, collectively as a problem is being addressed, there sometimes can be that thread underneath that, that, whoa, there's, there's things unexpected happening. Things are not going smoothly. Well, maybe it's not a process that can be smooth in light of what the what's what it is who's working the problem who's responsible for finding solutions are these people who are experienced in doing so are these people who are learning it is something that i'm i'm going to have to spend a little bit of time on because i think there is something to that in this case mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, right? Like if we didn't have expectations around what smooth meant as a process or what Rocky meant as a process, we then would just be in whatever state the process is in Mm -hmm. and be navigating around decision-making depending on who that's up to. Um, You know, if it's a group of people or a person or we, we would, you know, we would, not be afraid of the bumpy. The bumpy doesn't necessarily mean something's wrong. It could just be growing pains. Right. We, we might we might need the bumpy to actually get to somewhere we want to get to. Um, smooth might not get us actually where we want to go um, mm-hmm. either. So, so yeah, I think if we take take smooth and bumpy out of the equation around, okay, this means whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we don't, and, and, and just accept that we don't know, this could be smooth. This could be rocky. This moment could be smooth. The next moments could be rocky. Like we don't know. Um, and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just keep moving ahead to, depending on where it is that, that we're needing to, to go or what we're needing to, um, you know, deal with in our lives. I mean, it, it could even be like, if we're in a process of letting go of stuff, Mm-hmm. Right, letting go of certain sorts of things that we've been carrying around with us for a really long time that are no longer helpful. Going through that process can feel really rocky. Yeah, and yet necessary yeah. and important. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all really well said and and well taken because I I think there is. When I, when I reflect on some of these things, just in the specifics, and the specifics don't matter for the conversation, but one of the things that I've, I'm noticing is that, A, there's that assumption that if, there's, if it's rocky, there's a problem or something has gone wrong, when really that, I think in some of those cases, it's actually a good thing, right? Or, an, or at least an expected thing. Like, okay, it makes sense that this is challenging because it's new, you know? And there's new people doing new things, you know, so that that's part of it. Um, the other part <laughs> that comes to me is once again, of uh, how quickly we can assign something based on what we think things should be. And, and sometimes it's these throwaway comments or what we just use just in general, like that just, you know, so like when people say, oh, everything's falling into place so smoothly clearly this was meant to be this way okay maybe yes maybe not but the flip side the assumption of the flip side is if it's not falling into place (laughs) then that means something's wrong and what we're getting at is uh both of those might might not be true those could be stories and to invest in any of them at the expense of what's actually happening from a place of ease and presence is not going to help the situation one way or the other, no matter what the truth of it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think about um, relationships. Relationships have, or long-term relationships, partnered relationships. They, If they're going to stay together for any length of time, they're going to have bumps, they're going to have rocky periods. And the rocky periods are really about growing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, bringing in circumstances, bringing in experiences that um, allow for some some deeper investigation perhaps or some clarity around values or um shared you know shared experiences those kinds of things if everything's smooth 
what could, you know, if everything's smooth, we might just be in, in, in at, a, at a surface place with each other. Mm-hmm. If, if everything's smooth. Right. right? Or, just, yeah. People pleasing. Right. That's a possibility too. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. those kinds of things. So we might not be getting to the depths of anything if everything is smooth, but certainly smooth is more, is, is more pleasant. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And rocky. Yeah. And it's, it, you know, not so many images come to mind, you know, one, one that comes to mind is I remember one time uh, when I was learning how to uh, kayak down rivers, you know, one of the things they tell you is <laughs> you're not going to determine, you're not going to determine where the river is going to take you. You can steer, but you're going to go with the flow of the river. You're going to go at the speed of the river and you're just going to have to recognize the obstacles to the best of your ability and move around them. Here's some ways to do that, but there's no real way to anticipate that. So this is what you do and do the best you can with it. And that's part of what makes that work is the recognition that, that you know, and in that context, it's super simple, right? If we put that in the context I'm just talking about, I'm getting mad that the river's running faster and there's more rocks in it, you know, and <laughs> you know, rather than focusing on my damn steering. <laughs> right. And I think in your case, like strategy, like strategy is the steering in your case. Yes. Right. So this, it, it might mean, okay, let's, let's, you know, um, what's the word? Like fine tune our strategy here. Yeah. So, so there could be, there could be some good information both with smooth and with Rocky, if we're paying attention, but just, you know, out the gate, out of the gates, it doesn't mean that something that is Rocky is going in the wrong direction. Correct. Yeah. It could be going in the right direction. It just takes it being Rocky in order mm-hmm. to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot in here. <laughs> the words we use, the words that we've been taught oh, to gosh. use to describe some of these things. If we really dive in and, and, and question that, and we, we can see clearly sort of what it does to rev up our stress response. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and with that, you know, the, just even taking a deep breath. And as we talked about so many times, the deep breath, the inward smile of, Hey, in this moment, no matter whether these are fires or not in this moment, I'm okay. I am, I am breathing. I'm alive. You know, I'm moving even that. And then just in, in this case, bringing it to light talking about it, you know, putting it out there. I mean, how quickly did I start to see what was happening? Were we, you know, 40 seconds into the conversation? <laughs> Pretty quick. You're like, uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> uh-oh. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, okay, we're going to unpack this in 2.7 minutes, not 27 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And that's, I mean, like, wow, that's great. Right. Because we, we just start to kind of ask ourselves some questions and then boom, we're already at a place that uh, feels a little bit more sort of um, easy, maybe, or, or just empowering. Yeah. Sort of like, oh, okay, I got this. I got this. And I don't have to be sort of just like, you know, flying (laughs) along with it, you know, unmoored. I, I can, I can recalibrate here. Mm-hmm. And um, and be in be in charge in in some ways like we can't control all the things but be in charge in some ways that can be of benefit. Absolutely, and if nothing else, I can be in charge of how I decide to respond. You know, it may not work for all across the board. Not everything things might have to be adjusted, but I can choose that. 
you know, and that, again, that pause. I think that pause is so key to be able to shift out of reactive mode into responsive mode. You know, we have to do that because, and that's one of the things I'm sort of breathing through at the moment, if, we, if you will. Um, reactive, reactive, reactive. When I immediately jump at something, I'm being reactive because I'm immediately treating it like an emergency. Because as we said, if you call something a fire and it's a small fire you got to put out, a small fire is going to get bigger unless you do something. There's no guarantee of that either <laughs> in this scenario because it might not be a fire. It might be a normal bump. It might be a normal rock in the stream, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then that's the other part of it. Once you take the pause, sometimes it's clearer. Like, do I need to even handle this? Do I need to be the one to handle this? Or is there somebody else that can handle this? Or does this even need to be handled? Can we let something play out a little bit? Sometimes not, we can't, right? But there are times where we can't, we, we choose not to because it's, it's a, an, an importance that we can't just let it play out. But um, we can let things play out more than we think we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, but what's so funny is I'm laughing about that because I need to tell myself that a lot more often. <laughs> you know, ah, this can play out a little bit more. This can play out a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the other side of it too. Partic- often- Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was, I think we're going to say the same thing because oftentimes we can, uh, it works itself out, whatever the it is, it, it, it becomes less and less and less of what we would deem a problem that needs to be handled and fixed. Um, not, not all the time, but because there's all these things that are coming at us, but if we take that pause and we take a closer look at it in a calm state, then we have a lot of choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and in that's what, in that, what comes next, right? And that's the part that that's interesting. You're talking about being empowering. That's what's interesting. The the paradox of that, if you will, is is the way to be empowered in a situation where you're feeling like you have to do a bunch of things is to actually step back at first and to pause, <laughs> to then select and respond, allow certain things to play out, see how they are, and not put so much energy on them that's actually more empowering than just jumping at every single thing trying to solve it. Uh, because in the end, particularly in environments where at work where it's a collective process, um, that may not be giving people an opportunity to grow into something or to take initiative when maybe they haven't before. Uh, and then also, if I take on too much of that, that's putting too much stress on myself at the expense of all the other things right, that I need to be doing, whether it's in the job or whether it's in, in other things. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> thanks for your help. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we got to the bottom of all of this. <laughs> we did. In 27 minutes. 27 so... minutes. Well, we're and really, really grateful for that. And we're really thankful to you for listening to this episode of Breaking Up With Our BS. Hope you got something useful out of that. Not everything's a fire. Probably most things are not a fire. Only a fire is really a fire. So that's what I'm going to pull out of this. We'll be back next week for another episode. Thanks, Tawny. And thanks to all of you for listening. Until next week, I am JDK Winnikin. And I'm Tawny Santabria. We'll see you later. It's not a fire.
stop, stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theatre.